Hey baddies, welcome to the Balanced Baddie Podcast. I'm Sarah. And this is Kat and we're your hosts. We're so freaking excited to be here on this journey with you guys. And I would say finally, but it may not seem like finally for you guys, but this is something that we have been wanting to do for so freaking long. So long. And just the other day we were like, what, like what is truly stopping us from doing this? ourselves like there's literally no one stopping us but us so we were just like let's fucking do this and here we are here we are ready to share our knowledge and our experience with you and we just want to start out by saying what is a balanced body and why did we call our podcast balanced body well we're here not to just talk about surface level transformations because sarah and i know that transformations are down to the core it's not just about Mm -hmm. how you look it's about taking care of yourself from every perspective your mental health your hormones your experience as a child and just being able to look within and doing the work that it takes to feel your best self and we believe that if you are going to be your best self it's not just about looking good it's about feeling good and we're here to share our experience and how we became balanced baddies so that we can mm-hmm. open up the floor for everybody who's here listening to continue their journey as yeah. a balanced baddie or to just get started. Yeah, to inspire you guys because I think that this is sometimes not common knowledge and I definitely think that a lot of what we're going to talk about should be common knowledge. But because of the society that we personally grew up in, mm-hmm. um, that all of us grew up in. Yeah, I mean, it's still to this day, it's definitely, society is not perfect. No, right and now. there's a lot of pressure to be a certain way, yeah. to look a certain way, to act a certain way. But we're here to break through those standards and help you understand that being your best self is personal to you. Yep. And there's a lot of work that you have to be willing to do to become your best self. And that work is not easy, right? Yeah, and a lot of what we're going to be talking about is the things that, like I said, most people are afraid to talk about, and we ourselves are afraid to talk about a lot of things, even just like amongst each other. Like, it's definitely like nerve wracking to open up and be vulnerable. But that's what holds us back in life in general, is if we're not vulnerable and we don't talk about our experiences. So, if you want to be your best self, you have to be willing to face the parts of you that aren't the best exactly and that's exactly why you should stay tuned in and join the balanced body community yes because we are opening up a space to help you become your best self but also help you understand that being your best self you don't start out as this perfect being no there's a lot of things that you have to be willing to face there's a lot of dark sides a lot of yeah you know, shadow traits that everybody has. (laughs) And a lot of people are scared to talk about it. We're Like Sarah said, we're really scared. But we know that this is the right thing to do and that if we want to inspire you to be your best self, we have to be willing to talk about these things and help you understand that you're not alone. There's a lot of... You know, like life is not easy. We all go through these really hard things. And those hard things that we go through can shape us in a way that we aren't 100% proud of. But what this podcast is all about is accepting 
ourselves for who we are unapologetically unapologetically and like knowing that being your best self is not about being this perfect human being it's Mm -hmm. about understanding the dark and the light sides of you and and accepting them into your personality so that you can be your authentic self but be proud of it yeah and like one thing that I would like to add before we move along is exactly what we're going to be speaking on are all things that at least I personally wish that I knew and wish that I had especially growing up I think that growing up in like my day and age I don't feel like podcasting and like talking about these topics were very prominent I don't think it really was it at all it was it was very toxic I feel like especially social media growing up so you definitely want to change that narrative and just speak on the things that we personally feel would have helped us if we had it in our lives a lot sooner exactly because we can log on to social media and you see like everybody's life looks so perfect but that's just surface level you know we're here to dig deep and we're here to be that thing that we wish we had and I would like to help you listeners and our community get to know us a little bit better so Sarah I have a couple of questions for you let's just dive in here what activities as a child brought you joy I think it's so funny that you're asking this again because actually my answer right away wasn't necessarily perfect. I definitely think that like I didn't know and I think that the reason why I didn't know is because there's a lot of things about growing up in my childhood that I've always suppressed. And let me just say when I first asked this question to Sarah, she really did not like it and she said next question. Yeah, I was like <laughs> move along please. Like I like don't like this. It makes me feel uncomfortable cuz and it makes me feel just like not good because I'm like how like how can I not remember this like I should know this stuff like I should know all these things and like that's another thing like we put too much pressure on ourselves and instead of like just taking a moment and like being kind and gentle with ourselves and like really realize like the reason why you may have a hard time answering these things or having like quick responses to them is 100% due to your childhood how you grew up and a lot of the shit that you've had to suppress over um the years so like I didn't have an answer in the moment which Kat obviously do (laughs) um besides the fact that I love to dance in my room and watch myself in the mirror and pretend that I was a cheetah girl cheetah sister when I was growing up yes cheetah girls forever (laughs) I think every single bitch like don't even fucking lie like you guys were (laughs) looking at yourselves in the mirror and dancing having a good time and pretending you were one of the cheetah girls but anyways later that night while I was in the in the shower um the thought just came to my mind out of nowhere. Um, I mean, shower thoughts are honestly just crazy. I just feel like they hit different. But maybe I was just subconsciously thinking about the question. Um, I probably was. And I just remembered that I used to love propping up, like, all of my stuffed animals when I was little. Like, I collected stuffed animals. Let's just, like, be up front here. I was a slut for stuffed animals. <laughs> like, I really was. Aren't we all? I, I like begged for a stuffed animal like all the time. But anyways, like I remember stuffing that like like standing them up and like pretending that they were like my audience and students. Students. Oh my God. <laughs> students. <laughs> and I would speak to them and like pretend that I was like teaching them things. Like I don't necessarily like, remember like what I would teach them. Lord fucking knows. But I just remember doing that and it made me realize like that's what I love doing. Like I am meant to be teaching women things. Like I am supposed to be a teacher. I'm supposed to be a leader because 
the second that that thought came back up, like I like had the chills and I just felt so empowered and happy, like almost like I had the feelings of like when I was doing it as a child and obviously like it's fucking stuffed animals, it's not actual humans, but I definitely think that all these things leading up to your adulthood, can't fucking speak, adulthood, thank you, are like what you're meant to be doing and it all ties together. Like it was like a full circle moment for me, I think. And I was like, holy fucking shit, because this was the day that we had just fucking hit full send on our podcast. And I was like, decided to do it. Like, let's just fucking do it. Like, let's just stop fucking being dumb bitches. Let's stop holding ourselves back. We're nervous and scared. Yeah, like, what are we scared for? Nothing, you know? And and again, it's just social media and things in general. They they make you think that you have to be perfect in order to do something, but you don't. Just And that kind of brings me into my answer for that question. Like, when I was little, me and my sister would literally, and our neighbor, our best friend neighbor, we would spend hours, like, hours planning out like this perfect performance honestly it was never perfect it was so bad it was literally the worst performance you could ever see but we would plan them out in our living room and then force our family to pay us to come watch the performance (laughs) and what a boss ass move though honestly that's (laughs) smart like 10 like making like money off of some little whack play that we put on in our living room but it just that is what brought me so much joy as a child was performing and putting myself out there and just like bringing people joy and like something to look at but it's interesting because Sarah says like now we have so much of the societal influence that holds us back and I think that that's a big part of a societal issue is that a lot of us lose ourselves as we get older and this is why I asked Sarah the question in the first place Mm -hmm. because I wanted both of us to kind of think back to what did we truly feel like our authentic selves were doing. That brought us joy. Exactly. And our true authentic self starts in childhood. And this is prominent in so many psychology and self-help books where they Mm -hmm. talk about connecting with your inner child and leaning into the things that brought you joy because that is the time in our lives when we didn't give a shit what no. other people thought. And then as we get older, we have that influence from other people like, oh, like, this You're person doing that? is going to think this or yeah. they're going to judge us. And yep. whether or not they judge us, we really have no idea. But that thought inside our head then begins to change us and we lose stop ourselves. Us, yep, stop us from doing what truly brings us joy because exactly. we think that – it's not that we sh- it's not what we should be doing and we always want to do what we think that other people think that we should be doing or what we think that other people want us to be doing exactly. like does that make sense like exactly it, it's so or like it's almost like becoming manipulative because you're thinking oh what does this person want to think and how do i do that for them to see me in a certain way but really there's no way to think or know what the other person is thinking and I think when I asked you that question, you're like, kind of like, why does that matter? Mm-hmm. But then I think when it you does, were able yeah. to think about it more in the shower, you realize why it does matter. Because what you were doing as a child is probably what you should still be doing, you know, because you didn't care back um, then and we yeah. still shouldn't care. I honestly have the chills right now because I don't think I made this connection like in the moment when we were talking, Kat, but 
I just feel like my fucking brain operates like this. Like, it, like I have moments where I'm like, holy fucking shit. And it gives you the chills. But when I was at therapy, so I like started therapy not too long ago. I started going to hypnotherapy. So it's a completely different mm-hmm. like realm of therapy, I feel like. And it's like the only type of therapy that I feel like has helped me and helped navigate like all the things and talk about all the things that like I was suppressing and was in denial about for so long. But one of the things that we did was she had me like pull a card the card that I had picked out of the the deck of cards, it was like an inner child card and it was like a little child on top of like a lion. And basically what Susan, my therapist said was like, this is what you need in your life. Like you need to allow your inner child to come out and express itself because we suppress that inner child for so long, given what Kat said. And we just like, we aren't ourselves we mold ourselves into who we think that society wants us to be and it it causes us to be so unhappy and it just cause honestly that's what causes all your problems in your life is just not being who you want to be and truly are and sometimes it becomes so hard to even know who you are and what you want because you have become so disconnected from yourself because of how the world sees you because of how you think the world is going to see you not even just that it also like has to tie back into your childhood like if you had a very traumatic childhood there's like a lot of things that make you who you are make you think that you're this or make you think that this is going to happen in your life and it brings up all of these like self-limiting beliefs and like all of these things that you're scared that's going to happen to you just because you witnessed that growing up your entire life and you you don't know it like I didn't know it honestly Kat like you're the person that like brought all of my issues to light for me because like I always like I told Kat I was like oh like I don't think it's me like I think I'm just like like trying to like downplay it and like make it seem like it's not like the other people's fault I don't want to like talk about that just yet because we're gonna get into these juicy details in another episode but I do remember when you told me you didn't really seem like it was that big of a deal and you were literally bitch it's a fucking big deal like why like why are you like downplaying it like Mm -hmm. this is exactly why you are who you are this is exactly why you have these thoughts this is exactly why you have all these issues it's because you're not facing them you developed them as you were growing up like that's all you saw growing up like there's so many like crazy things that make you who you are today and basically that's like what we're gonna talk about and from a psychological term it's conditioning you know we are who we are as a child but then we have all of these external life experiences that can either support us or bring us down yep and it's up to us to face them and realize how those things affect us but speaking on societal influence i think a, a really helpful question to ask next would be what is something someone would never guess just by looking at you because everybody loves to judge a book by a cover, yeah. but oh, yeah. everybody is so spicy. much deeper than that. So what do you think, Sarah? What's something nobody would know just by looking at you? Honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is the fact that I grew up poor and had a very fucked up childhood. I have daddy issues. Um, there's like so many different things and it's 
I could say these things with a smile on my face. Like, I'm literally smiling right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing, but that's only because we did the work to face it. Yeah, exactly. A lot of these things brought me so much sadness, but I definitely did so much work over the last, like, year. Honestly, it's been, like, this year. Like, I've been doing work in the past, but nothing compared to the work that has happened this year. And for that, I'm, like, honestly very grateful. But, yeah, I definitely think that, most people would just see that, you know, I am, I'm married, like, to such an amazing guy, like, a very handsome, cute, amazing guy <laughs> that, like, clearly very, like, very much loves me. And, you know, we have a house. We have a dog. A lot of people would think that, you know, you guys made it in life. Like, you have the perfect life. You have the perfect situation. You have all of this. But they don't understand that's just external stuff. They don't know what's going on on the inside. On the inside, like, I struggle 99% of the time, like, there's always these thoughts that I'm battling with 24-7 that would realistically, like, hold me back. Like, there's been times, like, in the past before I acknowledged these things and acknowledged all these things that I'm feeling and that I've suppressed for so long that I would wake up so depressed, unmotivated, and I would allow all those emotions and things control my entire day and how it went. And there's been times where I, I never wanted, I didn't want to be here anymore on this planet and, like, these are things that a lot of people I know have to deal with, but they don't know how to deal with them because they don't have the right tools and they blame themselves for feeling that way. And they yeah. think that they they can never change and that that's just who they are, but it's not that. So I think a lot of the times people just like look at me, they think that I'm this, I have this perfect life and I definitely just want people to know that's so far from true. Right. Like I remember a couple of years ago when I first opened up about my mental health on social media one thing that a girl had commented I, w- I wish that I brought the screenshots the receipts um, <laughs> the receipts because I, I have them in my fucking phone she wrote that like wow like I would have never like guessed this or like thought this just by looking at you because you seem to be so happy you have the perfect relationship the perfect life like you just seem all around like happy and like you're like going down the right path and like the fact that you opened up about this is just like put things into a different perspective for me like I really appreciate you talking about these things because I'm also struggling with them and you know I show it differently in a point where it's very obvious that I'm struggling with them so like people like handle things differently and like I like it just like made me feel so good because I was just like it really brought things into perspective for me. Like you never fucking know what somebody is dealing with. And that's why you should just always be fucking kind and never make like assumptions assumptions or judge a book by its cover. I love that. And I feel like, yeah. How about you? I'll tell you guys something about me, but I just want to say, I feel like that really does go deeper into why we're here because like Sarah said, so many people see her from a surface level, but they never would have known that she's struggling with these things. Mm-hmm. And it's like that for a lot of us. Even ourselves, we may not know what we're struggling with until we hear somebody else say it. And then we're like, oh, well, I'm kind of feeling the same way. And then it forces you to Talk. dig deeper. And it's connection. Like, that's how we connect it. That's definitely, like, why we're here right now together like I definitely think that people are placed into your life for a reason and I think that we're meant to be doing this we're meant to be sharing our experiences because we definitely have very similar experiences and I think that we've both helped each other grow and open up more like I definitely wouldn't be I'm gonna cry (laughs) 
I like I'm We're like so emotional I, Sarah. I'm on my period like it's day one girlies like you know the you know the vibes exactly <laughs> like we're ready to cry at any second but yeah but moving for on my answer yeah. honestly I definitely think probably the same as you but I want to give a little bit of a different answer yeah so fuck it up girl I feel like coming from a societal perspective and this is something that I've been told is that because I'm a fitness coach, because I'm a personal trainer, and because I work so hard on my body, a lot of people look at me and they wouldn't know about my education. One thing that a lot of people say to me is that they wouldn't have expected my education or my mind or my personality to be how it is just by looking at me. And I feel like that is influenced by society because when you see a girl who has a good body or whatever, a pretty face, you don't kind of give her credit for her intelligence and her mind. So I don't want to sound like cocky or whatever, but I do feel like (laughs) people wouldn't expect me to be as educated as I am just by looking at me. You know what I'm saying? That's very true. I definitely think that it would take more of like a conversation with you. And like, I think I need, like, it's the same thing. Like you can't, just look at someone and like make an assumption you have to speak to that person have deep conversations with people in order to understand them better and then you can form whatever fucking assumption or opinion that you fucking have you know what I mean but I'm sure like after you speak with someone you'll have a good idea of like them like I feel like I know a lot of people, like especially some of my friends that like have spoken to you, like Rachie. Shout out Rachie. Shout out Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> love you, bitch. We love you, girl. Um, one thing that she said was just, I told you this earlier, is that like every single time that you speak, she's just like so astonished by how educated you are and how like you're so knowledgeable on a lot of the topics that are important and that like a lot of people don't realize like can change your lives. Like we're yeah. I don't want to say like we're very spiritual because I know there's some people that are like hella spiritual and that's like their whole entire life. Mm -hmm. We believe in those things, but we also believe in mental health. We believe in all of these like topics, gut health, like everything. Everything. that health as a whole. Yeah, that, you know, most people aren't like interested in, but like obviously Rachel, she's definitely very interested into that stuff too. And she just always says like every single time you speak, she's just like, wow, like. And I think, like, thank you, Rachel, I love you, but a lot of that comes from our experience. Yeah. You know, like, what you were saying, a lot of people wouldn't expect us to have daddy issues or to be poor or to have, like, all of these issues that we, not even issues, like, I don't want to, yeah, we grew up poor, we grew up, like, with a lot of emotional trauma, and I think because of that, And because we're willing to face it and look at it and do the research to overcome it is why we have so much experience and why we have so much education and we are able to speak on it. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it just happens and like whatever. We're super spiritual and super, super knowledgeable. We wanted to change. We We wanted to not stay stuck where we were. We wanted to move past like all of the things like we didn't want to play victim anymore if we wanted to play victim we would be like why me like oh I was dealt this horrible card but this person like had this and this and like why don't I have that like why can't my life be different why this why this like poor me poor me like you're stuck in a victim mentality but we chose not to stay stuck in that like we wanted to move ourselves into like a more 
empowered state of mind and just the people who are more empowered they're like okay like I was dealt this card but I know that I want better for myself so I'm going to head out and get that for myself yeah. and achieve these things and change the narrative for myself right. the only person that can change your outcome and change anything in your life is you no one else you exactly. have full responsibility for your life no, no one, else. one is coming to save you no one is going to change no. your life the only one who has that power is you and I love what you said like about the victim mentality like you can say poor me poor me but something that helped me so much growing up like going through college going through life was the quote whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger like I so would, corny right <laughs> so corny but I Basic, swear yeah. qu- quotes like that is literally what motivated my life oh I, I ate that shit up <laughs> every single time that I saw a motivated like motivating quote I I probably have like 500 million screenshots of quotes <laughs> in my phone and my old phones like I screenshotted that stuff all the time because that is honestly what got me through life and I will honestly say that like kind of like just speaking on things that like help me become a better person and help me understand and realize that like I can change my situation and that nobody else can but me is podcasts. Like I started listening to podcasts, I want to say like five years ago, maybe a little over that, maybe even six years ago, I don't remember. But I remember the first two podcasts that I listened to were The Mindset Mentor and New Mind Who Dis. Those two podcasts I listened to religiously and like on repeat I'm like wow like it was so like inspiring and it I will honestly say like that's what kept me sane like podcasts really changed my life and I think that that's why we're here where we are like now is because Mm -hmm. we have so much experience and a lot of experiences that I feel like a lot of people do go through you know there are people that are dealt a better hand in life but I will say there are more people in life that struggle and they struggle silently and like we want to change that we want to change the world we want to help people overcome all these things and we're going to speak from our own experiences and do this because this is what like I said like has helped me like podcasts listening to other people talk about real life experiences a huge thing that really helped you do the work and get through moments like that is knowing that you're not alone like listening to those to those podcasts and having something to relate to really helped you overcome a lot of these challenges which makes me want to ask you what do you feel like is the biggest challenge you ever had to overcome oh my god did you even answer the last question Kat wait I'm pretty sure I did (laughs) what was it what is something that I answered it about my education. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. My bad, my bad. <laughs> I'm just, like, trying to, like... Um, She's just trying to not answer the question. <laughs> I'm trying to deflect. Guys. Oh, my God, there's so many. I don't even know which one to choose from. Why don't you answer first so that I can have some time to think about this? Okay. Personally, I think my biggest challenge is because, like, I feel like all of the challenges kind of led to this biggest challenge. Okay. And for me, my biggest challenge is facing my emotions. Oh, yeah. I learned from a very young age that showing your emotions or expressing your emotions let, leaves you to be left alone, neglected, like just not recognized, and that hiding your emotions is the better route to take. And I'm not saying that this is true because it's 100% not true, but it's just what I was conditioned and taught to believe based on my childhood. 
And I did it for so, so, so long. Like, I want to say I did it for probably my whole entire life where Mm -hmm. I would just suppress my emotions rather than process them and face them. And then one day, like, my little sister, she actually came into my room and she told me, this was, like, during COVID, so it, like, literally wasn't even that long ago. Um, She was like, yeah, I started doing... uh, phone video chat therapy and I was like oh like how did it go and she said that the therapist told her that she has a lot of unresolved childhood trauma and I was like well you're my sister so if you have unresolved childhood trauma then so do I and that was kind of like a I don't know like a smack in the face or whatever the saying is I'm like there's a lot of stuff that I have gone through but I have felt zero emotions for. Like, my whole life, I just felt fine. That was, like, my go-to feeling was just fine. All I cared about was just, like, working, paying for college, getting good grades, achieving, being the best. Like, I never actually took a moment to sit with myself and focus on how I feel. And then when I recognized that that's not normal, the biggest thing that I had to do was prepare myself to face these emotions that I never felt before and I I'm telling you guys it's not easy I think that it's probably the hardest thing I will ever have to do in my life is feel sad is feel upset feel angry recognize that like a lot of things did happen that aren't fair but it happens and that's how it is and just like processing these emotions because when you suppress your emotions for so long it's really, really, really hard to feel them, even when you want to. It's like I try to, and I'll be honest, I just started going to therapy too, and Sarah was a big motivation for that as well. Shout out me. Yes, shout out Sarah. <laughs> um, because I was doing a lot of the work on my own, but eventually I realized that I can't do this by myself anymore. You don't have to feel guilty for getting yeah, help either. Like exactly. It's very empowering, and honestly, if you go to therapy or if you want to go to therapy you're a fucking bad bitch okay baddies balance baddies go to to therapy therapy. thank you (laughs) but I think just like because of how disconnected I was from those emotions then coming into a place where I want to feel them and I want to process them it was really really hard for me and I think going to therapy and signing up for therapy and being ready to feel emotional was probably the biggest challenge I ever had to face. That's definitely very deep and honestly good for you for, number one, being aware of that because the only way that you can change your situation is becoming aware of the problems that you have and facing them and accepting them rather than trying to dismiss them, bury them underneath the rug, sweep them underneath the rug, whatever the fucking thing is. Yeah, acting like you're fine and that you don't have any issues and I think that is very important to be aware of them. You don't need to judge yourself over them. Just be aware of them. And then you can change that and grow from that. So thank you. Good for you, bitch. Yes. And it's still a work in process. Like that's not perfect. It's not going to change overnight either. Like, you know what I mean? But it's a challenge I'm facing right now. And I can say it's probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Yeah. Facing your emotions. Being emotional. Like how that's something you probably wouldn't expect. No, I definitely think a lot of people have a hard time. Yeah. expressing their it's not just you you're definitely not alone and I'm, I can guarantee that there are so many people out there that also have a hard time doing the same thing and they don't realize it and they don't realize that it's holding them back from exactly. being, being their best self 
And let me just say that I didn't know I was doing that for a long time. Like I thought I didn't feel sad. I didn't feel stressed out. I didn't feel mad. Like I never got sad. I never got mad. I never feel stressed. But and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with me? But like, at why the don't same I feel time, the shit? yeah. At the same time, I never felt excited. I never felt joy. I never felt happy. And um, the more I thought about it, I just felt nothing. Yeah. And I realized that I don't want to feel nothing because yeah. what's the point of that, you know? I think a lot of people suppress those things because they're afraid of feeling the actual thing that they yeah. are hiding from, like depressing, yeah. depression, feeling sad, all those things because that shit is fucking powerful and it's, it's scary to lot. feel those things. And, I mean, nobody wants to be sad. No one wants to feel these negative emotions. But, I mean it's part of life like you have to face these challenges and these emotions and these thoughts head on exactly you know but um tying back into I guess like what mine would be like I mean I definitely have a lot like my my mind is definitely racing but there's a lot of stuff that like I want we're gonna get into later on like in other episodes so like I definitely think like the things that come to mind like it ties back to childhood like I've had a lot of traumatic experiences and challenges that I had to overcome but because I was a child like I can't like speak on it in a fact where like I know for certain like these are the feelings like I just know that I felt this way but I can't say like in the moment how hard it was because I was like young you know what I mean I think that the most recent challenge that I would say that I had to overcome was when I lost my full-time job um, during COVID, which obviously I feel like more than a half of the fucking world lost their their job. So before I became an online fitness coach and started my own business, um, I I was working full-time like like anybody else. I are you looking at my feet? <laughs> I was admiring them though. <laughs> Kat was just looking at my toes like with disgust. Like I understand. I was not. I understand. I need like, a pedicure. Wait. No, it's not even about the pedicure. It's about your pinky toe and like how straight <laughs> it is. Because a lot of people's pinky toes are not good, but yours is good. I'm like so weird with feet, guys. Like <laughs> that's twenty dollars, bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> Sarah has nice feet for all the feet lover out there. I do. There was. I remember there was this guy. I was friends with growing up, and he always said that I had cute feet. They are cute. And, like, I was looking honestly, at them with, like, admiration, not judgment, I okay. swear. Well, you were looking at them hella fucking hard. I'm like, bitch, They're what? Like right in my face. My <laughs> face <laughs> <laughs> it was hella distracting. Anyways, before you rudely interrupt it by looking at my feet and judging them. <laughs> yeah, I lost my job, came back, whatever. I didn't apply to gyms because obviously everything shut down and I think the main thing that I want to get on so that I don't like take you guys like on like down a rabbit hole because I fucking just explain things like way too hard to a fucking T. <laughs> but I love you for it. The biggest thing that I had to overcome over this time was my depression and feeling my feelings because they I felt them very 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 heavy they came in very fucking hot. I think a lot of people struggled with mental health throughout COVID too. And the reason why I think a lot of people struggled with mental health throughout COVID is because a lot of people weren't kept busy. Like we were on lockdown. A lot of people lost their jobs. Like a lot of people were stuck 
in their own heads and stuck to face their own emotions that they have been suppressing for a very long time through work, through going out, through going to the gym, through doing all these different things because they were always like busy and out and about and just, you know, having fun. And that was one thing that I had to face was my emotions. I think that was the hardest time that I ever had to go through was my emotions because then on top of losing my job, I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Like, I I had so much anxiety all the time. I just felt so lost and alone. Like, I had no idea where I was going in life. Like, I just felt like such a failure. Like, I was scared. I I genuinely was scared. Like, I couldn't even go home to my own house and see my dog because my mom was like either you come home and stay home because like my mom had like um like a little bit of asthma so she was like very scared which obviously like I get like a lot of the older like generation they were like really scared about COVID and like the effects that it could have on their body my mom was like either you come home and stay home or you stay there and whatever so like I chose to stay at Ryan's house because you felt better there I like um I was very sad because I missed my dog like I did only had FaceTime dates with him like I get so sad thinking about it because I feel like I miss like I don't like so much time with him but like I I was so depressed and every single time that I went home like I had panic attacks because I had such a traumatic childhood so every single time that I had to step foot into my childhood home I was sad I was faced with so many different emotions like I would feel numb and like scared and like I would have to call Ryan right away so that he could like talk me like off a cliff because I just had like an overwhelming sense of emotions because like I would, the second I would go home, I would step foot into a negative household. It was just so much negative energy like like with my mom and stuff. Like it was just, there was a lot. Like she, it was like never like a positive space to be in or a safe space to be in. But when I was at Ryan's like, his family was just like so loving and like caring and like it was just I had Ryan obviously like I love him he loves me like I just I felt more safe being there so obviously I chose to be there but throughout that time I had a lot of shit to overcome a lot of emotions to overcome I had to pick myself up and do the work because if I didn't like I wouldn't be where I am with my business like I chose to just start my business like I had a certification so it was like everyone's home right now like let me like make an at-home program so I made a six-week at-home program and my business just took off from there like and I just continued to do it despite all the you know thoughts and feelings of like is this the right thing like because obviously you grew up thinking like a nine to five is what's safe it's not necessarily safe to start your own business because there's no Security. security you know so I had to like overcome that and it, it's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. And it was just a lot of feelings that I had to overcome through through COVID and just dealing with, honestly, living at home yeah. with my mom. And it has nothing to do with, like, necessarily her exactly. Like, again, like, we'll get into... Mommy uh, and daddy wounds. Yeah, like, issues, moods, whatever. We'll get into these things, like, in a later, like, episode. But it was just a lot of emotions that I had to overcome and work through rather than letting them tear me down and stop me from growing because I could have very easily just allowed those feelings to overcome me and control me but I mean if I if I allowed myself to do that or if I allowed those emotions to take over chances are Ryan probably wouldn't be here I mean, maybe he would because he's been very supportive of my mental health issues and journey, like very, 
very, very fucking supportive. Or maybe you wouldn't have been in a place where you would have let him in, you know? Yeah, that or, you know, there definitely comes a point where there's only so much your partner can take. Like, they can be supportive, they can be understanding, but it's up to you at the end of the day to change your thoughts, change your emotions, and change your life. Exactly. Like, would your partner want to be with you? Like, if you're not working or taking action or even trying to change your outcome or change your life exactly chances are like no no they wouldn't and i feel like you bring up a really good point about how during covid like everybody was kind of forced to be at home and not be busy and not work 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 which i feel like is a huge thing in the Mm -hmm. united states we're just on the go 24 7 almost running from ourselves yes that's what i was doing i was running from my own fucking thoughts and feelings and you came to a point where you basically had to make a choice to continue to run from those emotions and maybe make decisions that aren't really aligned with your happiness and your true self or face those emotions and go through the pain and feel that turmoil but ultimately come out as a better person after. And I think that you made the right choice. Obviously, it wasn't easy for you to face those things, but you're in a much better place now where you truly know yourself and you're able to make decisions that are aligned with what you want. And I think that when you're hiding from your emotions and you're suppressing the fact that maybe you went through things that did have an impact on you, you make decisions that don't really align with you and then in the end you were just more unhappy yeah you're so right I definitely think that it was hard for me to step into my authentic self and I definitely think that a lot of people struggle with stepping into who they truly are as a person and their authentic self because of the influence that society has on them like the the societal standards that there is right now and the expectations of who you should be or who you need to act to be and it kind of just like ties into like basically everything that we had said that we want to talk about with the influence that societal standards like society really does play a a huge part in our lives and shaping who we are and if we don't keep being in touch you know with our feelings and with what our true desires and needs are it's very easy to lose yourself in just trying to become this person that society expects you to be and yeah because you're never gonna like feel like you're enough or feel like happy and just so alive and confident and just like present if you're constantly feeling like you always need to do more you always need to be more you always need to just Like I said, do more. Like, you're just never satisfied. You're never going to be, like, your happiest self, your best self if you you constantly think these things about yourself because your best self is just believing, like, that you are. Exactly. Your best self is knowledge. Defined by you. It's defined by you. Exactly. And that's what we wanted to say. Like, your best self nobody can tell you what is your best self like that has to come from within and you're not just gonna wake up one day and know 
what is my best self? What is my balanced body self? Yeah. There's so much more that we are going to talk about. We're definitely going to expand on this topic and basically everything that we've talked about too thus far. But this episode was really just a little spicy spice for you guys. Kind of just like a quick intro so that you guys can kind of understand who we are, what we're going to talk about. Obviously, there's so much more about who we are too and... I feel like there's just so much that has happened to us and we want to just say it all right in this moment. But it's, but not, it's not about that. Like This would be like a five-hour episode yeah. if that were the case. So This is just a little intro. Into a little intro. Expect. Yes. So I guess with that being said, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening and tuning in. And welcome to the Balanced Baddie community. Like, you're a fucking baddie. You better look at yourself in a motherfucking mirror tonight and be like, I'm a fucking baddie. Yes. And affirm that shit every single day. Affirm it and stick with us. We promise you we will help you get to where you want to be. And we just want to leave you off with a little, you know, something to think about. And you can choose to journal about this. or just little journal slash. Yeah. We're little. challenging you guys right now to do this shit. Like, I want you to stop what you're doing. If you're driving, pull the fuck over. (laughs) And take some time to think and ask yourself, what does being your best self mean to you? And really think about it. And one thing with journaling that I've come to realize and recognize, don't put pressure on yourself. It doesn't have to go a certain way. You don't have to say a certain thing. That was one thing that I struggled with when it came to journaling because I felt like I, I had to say something or like it had to go a certain way but like there's really no expectations there's no right or wrong way to journaling just write what comes to mind and if it fucking doesn't make sense it's fine just get what comes out of your brain because i promise you the second you start writing and just like allowing yourself to be and feel your emotions your emotions and your thoughts are going to take you a million different fucking places and you're gonna be like how the fuck did i end up here exactly but i love that i ended up here yeah because then you're like wow it's I didn't a know journey that. Yep. and it's a process and you just need to trust that and let yourself be without judgment. Yeah. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or just like you maybe you felt like you can resonate with anything that we talked about today and you want to talk about it, we put our Instagrams in the like the description. podcast description, whatever you call it. We're still new here, okay guys? <laughs> and our DMs are open. It's a safe space for you guys. Please do not hesitate if you have something to say. Yep. Thank you for being here. Yeah, freaking baddie. Talk to you next week. Not me trying to seduce you. <laughs> bye, baddies. Talk to you later. Bye, bye.